Hey, welcome to Real Talk, episode 103. I'm Todd, this is AJ, and we're back. Yo. How you guys doing today? <laughs> yeah, let us know in the comments below. We need to do a better job. I know we read the comments they do below, but we need mm -hmm. to respond to them. Yeah. Because I do respond to you guys, sometimes even out loud. I don't type it, and so I apologize <laughs> for that. Um, but yeah, we love when you guys interact with us. It Absolutely, means a lot to man. us. So what's real talk? I think by this point, 103 episodes in, you probably know. But in case you're right. weirdly visiting, not weirdly, you're visiting <laughs> for the first time, meaning this is the first time you've seen it. Um, we're just two guys that talk about life, God, the Bible, and everything in between. And if nothing else, we hope that it inspires you to have these kind of conversations with your friends and family and other people. You know, if you don't know Jesus, and I, what I mean by that is have a personal relationship with him, mm. um, you know, you probably have a preconceived notion on what it means to be a Christian. And we hope, whether for good or for bad, <clears throat> hopefully more good than bad, that we can break those walls down and show you that, you know, Jesus wants you right where you're at, how you are. Um, and it, it doesn't, you don't need to have a, a mask up or a pretense or all those kinds of things. Mm. So that's what it's about. There's a link somewhere in the description of this video or podcast, www.theremnant.life slash real dash talk. Boom. I've noticed that it's kind of gotten away from some of the questions we used to get. Um, which are we might do some classics in the next couple of weeks, but yeah, there you get you, you can ask anything, you get real about the stuff in the Bible that confuses you, the stuff that makes you question your faith, the stuff that's hard to talk about or understand. Maybe there's something you've always wanted to ask a Christian because you genuinely want to know, but you didn't know someone. Maybe you're a believer, but don't feel comfortable asking your pastor because it's I don't know, some risk or something, yeah, or just you you feel like you're not allowed to have those feelings. This is a great place to do that, absolutely. Um, I promise you this. We take every question seriously, and we don't promise to have all the answers. But we do take them seriously, and we do um, definitely want to want to push you to check in the Bible. So that's pretty much it. Boom! There it is. Business done. See, si, Senor. So we typically start the show off discussing um, our lives. Yes. That being said. I wonder if it would be beneficial mm -hmm. to discuss what we kind of discussed recently. Okay. Meaning the show. Now, okay. I feel like we've went through this. We've been doing the show, is it over a year or two years now? I think we're, we're it's either approaching two years or just over two years. Two years mm -hmm. of Real Talk. Pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. That being said, man, we've always said here, you know, Real Talk is a ministry podcast mm -hmm. show, web series. Right. Of our church. And one of the kind of models of our church is we don't we want everything we do to have a purpose. Right. We don't want to do it just to do it. Um, because what's the point of that, right? Right. Well, we're also human. And sometimes I feel like we're not allowed to be anymore because when we talk to people on the show, we discuss real things. And right. so a lot of times that includes kind of being sad or not sad or wrestling through stuff. Yeah. Reality is our views are down. They are um, down. We've never been a massive show. No. Um, but we had a pretty good, pretty, I mean, comparatively, if you were to compare this to other shows of this type. Yeah. Smaller for churches and stuff. We we were pretty good, pretty solid. Mm -hmm. Averaged over 300 per video. Yes. That's just on Facebook. That's right. not even That's including, not including YouTube. YouTube, Rumble. Rumble's been going up. Rumble's so if you're one of up. our new Rumble fans, hey, thank thanks you. for watching. Keep giving us those Rumbles. <laughs> Weird. Um <laughs> But yeah, the podcast, all that kind of stuff. We, we, we're sort of trying to figure out what the best thing to do is. Mm -hmm. You know, is it one of those things that is there, is it beneficial to keep putting it on Facebook when it doesn't seem to be getting the traction it used to get? Right. Um, 
you know, should we focus more one on the other as far as different platforms, different platforms, you know, like podcast, uh, do we, so I don't know guys, you know, if you're one of our longtime viewers, I guess we're saying we're whining. We just need some encouragement. Let us know whether this is still, um, blessing you. And if you're a longtime viewer and you've kind of fallen off here and there, you know, be real with us, help us understand what we need to do Mm -hmm. to improve because we're open to that. Absolutely. Uh, and if you don't want to do that in the comments because you're like, I don't want them to think, you can always use the link to tell to write us. those kind of comments right. in. Ellis Anonymous comments using talk. The big thing is just helping us to decide sort of what is the future of Real Talk. For a while, we went away from our live show because we thought that was sort of mm. fading. That, yeah. That's been doing fairly well. Yeah, it's kind of back um, on the come it's up. Compl- well, it's a completely different show now. Exactly. Too. Yeah, it's different. Um but this show, which is sort of, I know for you, me, Fun Turn, I think we probably enjoy this a little more even because we get to be a little more, for all of our goofiness, we do enjoy real yeah, life. absolutely. So, I don't know. Is there a better way to put this other than just kind of, am I saying this the right way? I think like kind you of are. What our heart is I here? think, I think uh, yeah. I think the biggest thing is we just want to know, you know, we want to know what you guys are thinking as far as like, if you need to see anything different, yeah, you know, are there changes we need to make? You know, we're always like, like he said, we're always open to feedback for that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. You know, is it too long? Is it not long enough? Even though it probably is long enough, but <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. you yeah. know, is it? I don't know. Like you said, are you are you going? Show? So, yeah. Do we need guests? Do we need you know? Do you so, not like the new set? I know some people. I'll tear it down right now. <laughs> Burn this place to the ground. I've heard people say they like the new set, and yeah. I, I primarily probably, but I also heard people say they kind of miss when we looked at the camera because they felt maybe more involved. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, um, I know we have people who are part of the pod squad. Pod squad. The book nook. I made that up. The family. Uh, <laughs> you know, you guys are part of this journey. This is your show, too. That's yeah. how we view it. Honestly, it's like there's another chair sitting here. It's you guys. So yep. what do we need to do, fam? What do we need to do to improve you know, we're open to that. Absolutely, man. Or if you like it how it is, and maybe there's another thought you have, like, mm-hmm. cool. One of the things that we've noticed, and I know we joke about this, and maybe this is part of growth. Right. Is a lot, I think a lot, in the past, a lot of our viewership came from our church family. Right. And I think, weirdly enough, that's not the case anymore. I think it's more outsourced. I think it's more out people outside right, on the outside of, the of the church. church and right. maybe it's our church family that frankly are tired of seeing us, which that's fine. Right. Like <laughs> if that were, if that genuinely were it, I mean, serious yeah. in a way that's kind of cool because if that were the case, I don't really view. Yeah. That was AJ professionally not turning his phone off. Uh, <laughs> now see, that's the benefit. Mine's always off. Um, that's, I'm just kidding. It's terrible. People can't get hold of me. Um, <laughs> People can't get hold of me. But I think that uh, maybe that's just one of those growth things. Like, you know, they trail off. And so, yep. so in a weird way, our viewership is bigger mm. as far as organic peop- like growth outside of our church walls. Right, right. Like it's growing Because I've considered but... that. You know, they're tired of seeing our faces. Right. Domestically, we're down. <laughs> but um, foreign, meaning outside of the city. <laughs> we are, uh, we're good to go. <laughs> Foreign attractions are coming. Yeah. Hey, long story short, we're open. Mm, absolutely, We just, just want to be obedient to God, the Spirit, and also we want to do things to benefit people. That's right. We always, like you said, we always want to have a purpose for it. You know, if it's not, it's losing its purpose. Put energy somewhere else, you know. I like that. Yeah. It's not that we don't like it. We right. love this show. Exactly. But, some, but certainly, like, we could have these talks ourselves without the camera. Mm-hmm. Right? We yep. do, in fact, uh, many times. Yeah. So, 
that being said, I guess we can dive into our week or, you know, what's going on in life or uh, current events. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> current events. I listen, can we just be real about something? We haven't done this in a while. We make people mad. That's okay. Yeah. We're gonna sh- it, it feels like we're in a movie <laughs> as far as what is happening politically. It's let, pretty Let wild. me make this clear for everyone in case yeah. you don't know. The capital of the United States of America mm-hmm. is surrounded at this moment by a gate <laughs> with razor wire <laughs> and locks <laughs> and soldiers patrolling it. Yep. This and this I, I read yesterday or the day before. This could continue through 2021. That's right. Now, we won't go down this rabbit hole that you and I we, we have our own thoughts of certain things. Yes, right? we do. But regardless, we talked about this film was last night that it seems sometimes like I'm watching a movie being filmed. Nothing feels normal mm-hmm. about the president's addresses, um, the stuff that's it just seems so weird. Yeah, man. Am I wrong in this? Like, definitely, you know what I mean? No, man, you're not alone in that. I think that the way that this this current presidency has been, the way it's went so far is unlike any other one we've ever seen. It's surreal. The biggest one for me is is the amount of executive orders he signed his first day in office. We haven't talked about that in, no. on here, but that's just crazy music. What, is it 18? 18? I think it was like 17, the first... I know it's at some point after in the first week, there was like, he did 43 or something crazy. Holy first cow. nine days, 14, and, I can't remember. And I know that the previous record was like two or three. <laughs> three yeah. So like, yeah. that's just insane, man. Like, that's so just, it's unusual. and just That's a so, good way. I like the word you chose. Yeah. Because take out guys' politics. I know a lot of people think they know where we stand. They probably do. Yeah. Um, but taking that out, it's mm-hmm. just so unusual. That's yes. a really good word. Uh-huh. I mean, everything about it feels so... Even even the it just feels unusual. Yes, right. I, it feels like we're in, watching a movie being filmed. Mm-hmm. And like just seeing some of the headlines that come out about stuff that's happening, like you know, clearly we've seen in in previous presidencies that you know presidents are very quick to be proactive in what they're trying to do, and you know they're trying to meet with all these people, and he's not meeting with a world leader for how how long? I think they said like an article came out that said like that President Biden would not be. Meeting with a world leader, meeting in with a world leader for like, like at least a month or maybe pre- more. Yeah, still hasn't. Mm-hmm. So it's the just, vice it's president's just... taking calls. Uh-huh. We just read that this morning. Yeah, is taking calls with world leaders in right. place of the president right now, which is interesting. Now we're not trying to start like we're not saying anything weirds going on. It's just and maybe these are maybe some of this is normal. We don't hear. I just don't ever no, remember but you hearing don't it. hear about. Yeah. Right. It's very just unusual. And when right. you when you add to that that we still have the coronavirus stuff. Yeah. Um. When we still have our COVID nineteen, when we still have all that going on, man, and I think you brought this up the other day, and we've talked about it, but that like California, for instance, yeah, I mean they have they even opened up? I don't know if they've opened up. I know New I heard York something City? about it, but I mean they, these places have been shut down for at least what a year now, almost. Mm-hmm. Wow, a whole year just being locked in, man. Can you? Fa- we are so blessed to be in the Midwest, man. It's true. Because blessed to be in the Midwest. Boom. <laughs> so just some strange times. It is. Strange, strange times. Um, you know, I don't know. It's a weird... I had this thought today, this morning actually, that we have be- already in one year become conditioned to accept as normal, using your word, all of these unusual things. Yeah, it's true. And it's just not normal. 
You know what I'm saying? Right. It's Changing weird. society and shaping culture is is getting mass acceptance. You know, so it's like, weird, you know, you get people to do it, and then before mm-hmm. you know that, it just becomes a part of their lives. Even even myself, I've caught myself even just small things. Like most of the time, I forget that. You know, like going to masks, for example. Mm-hmm. Like, I forget that that's a thing sometimes. I'll still walk into places and go, oh, yeah, I forgot that they require a mask or something. But in other times, I'll even, like, once I'm in it, I'll be like, oh. And, like, I'll just realize I'm just putting a mask on without even thinking about it. I'm like, that's crazy that in just a y- less than a year's time, they've managed to just change everything. It's scary how quickly we as humans accept those kinds of things, mm-hmm. right? It's like one big giant social experiment almost. That's what it feels like sometimes, yeah, man. It's weird. And I'll tell you this, you know, right or wrong, if meaning I think it's right. People may get upset. I don't know our viewership anymore, but mm-hmm. um we we are we are accepting certain rights being taken away slowly without even it's almost like people aren't even aware of it. I don't know if you've read this thing that was circulating on social media, it was pretty powerful. But something about using the example of a dog uh, whose chain was shortened one link at a time, and before they knew it, they couldn't mm. move. And it's like that's how our freedoms are being. And it's just it's just an interesting concept. Yeah, um, one link at a time. And that's kind of what it feels like, right? So if if you had told me, right, if we had said a year and let's say beginning of 2020, yeah, that a year from now we would have mandatory quotation marks here masks right everybody wears masks mm-hmm. that they should wear two masks or three masks or that small town businesses will all be shut down for a period of time but big businesses will be allowed to stay open mm-hmm. um that we would have armed soldiers with a gate in our capital <laughs> Would you have believed that? Oh, no way. Wouldn't yeah. have thought it. Yeah. And like, that doesn't sound possible. And on top of this, okay, on top of our domestic stuff, like yeah. stuff happening in our country, the stuff in the world that is happening. So in Myanmar, Burma, mm-hmm. right, there's been the military's taken over because of election fraud. That's right. Weird. <laughs> um, and, they, and, you know, a lot of the world's countries, so some world country board, right, met and said, you need to stop release these people well the military they're saying listen we're going this i i don't know i'm not i'm just saying this what they say we're going to have another election a fair one and we're going to hand power to whoever wins and countries are like no don't do that let them let it go you know it's just such an odd an odd thing man that's happening yeah and then what else um you know a while back we had a bunch you know Okay, so Italy, a lot of people don't understand that Italy's entire government, government just, pretty much collapsed. That's right. Right? And, like, they're setting up who's going to be the new prime minister. It's just weird stuff, man. Yep. And it's... And is ever Have you heard of the Great Reset, man, that people have been talking about? Uh-uh. Economically? Mm-mm. Um, this is a real thing. This. You guys can look it up. The World Economic Forum, which is this organization that a lot of world leaders go, but it's about, like, resetting the world's economy. Okay. I don't know enough details, but that's concerning that these people, these rich people, not even government, I mean, government officials are going, but it's not organized by government officials. Right. And it's being, you know, they're discussing that kind of thing. Um, World Economic Forum. Yeah. They just met, I think, last week or they're mm-hmm. going to meet. I can't remember. Um, 
Just crazy stuff. And they're trying to reset the economy. The world, yeah, they're saying that this is an opportunity. Also, weird, weird thing, okay? This mm-hmm. is a fact. Bill Gates is now the largest private owner of farmland in the United States. Did yeah. you know this? That I he bought a that. bunch of farmland? That. That's insane. It's like 275,000 acres or something like that. It's yeah. insane. And if you look at it on a map, it's cre- it's creepy almost, like that he has bought all this. And... <laughs> Um, he came out today or yesterday, I read too. And I'm, I'm not saying this is scary, it's just weird. Yeah. Like unusual. I like that you said that word. Mm-hmm. And said that all the world's richest countries should move to synthetic beef, meaning, because they can like Why? make beef right now somehow, like make it. And it tastes weird. And he's like, people get used to the taste. He literally said this. <laughs> what? And then he said this and just weirdly, ironically, just bought a bunch of farmland. Yeah, that is odd. I don't know, man. I just, you know, tons of conspiracy theorists. No, I'm not. I just, I'm lo- I'm not even making a conspiracy here. I'm not like connecting the dots. I'm just saying, I mm-hmm. like the word you use is such a good word, dude. Unusual. unusual. Yes, these are unusual the times. Fact, it's just odd. I can't I imagine just being like some like small town farmer, just doing your thing, and all of a sudden you just get like this offer for your land. Like, oh, I wonder who's trying to buy my land? It's Bill Gates. Yeah, and, you're, <laughs> and, you're, and you're not gonna think like. <laughs> Long term, like that, right? Like you're gonna think about your own family. Like there's certain offers, man, that you can't blame someone sure. for not turning down. For not taking, yeah, I get that. It's probably, I'm sure he probably offered a pretty good deal. <laughs> you know, it's also scary these billionaires, man. Yeah, and like how much influence they have. Uh, that doesn't, yep, good word, influence. It's a lot. They have, they do have what seems like it can feel like unlimited influence in times. You know, I think money talks. That's right. And going through the the weird part, this going back to the what was it? It was the World Economic Forum. Yeah, yeah. That that is that sounds just very unsettling. <laughs> you know, trying to reset the economy. You know, that makes me worried because that's that's kind of like a I think of like one world one world currency, right? Like one one world currency, one world government. You know, and that's that's uh yeah. Well, you know that's that leads to. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it's very interesting but i don't know man it's like like i said very unusual it's stuff the stuff that we hear is stuff that we've never really heard before and it's weird unusual. because it's in like national headlines and stuff like you said because the stuff that's happening could it have <laughs> happened in before in previous times yes but the it i guess it feels different because why is it the main thing that's being spoken about right now you know, compared to what we've heard. Yeah. You know, also, what has changed, right? Like, why is that the focus now? So I've I, I read a couple of people. I've read a couple of, like, comments and quotes yeah. some people have written, and I think this is true. And we've kind of talked about this a little bit. The other thing is culturally. I want you to consider a time in our lives. Now, yeah. we're, when you felt as nervous, not maybe not nervous, afraid or hesitant to say certain things. Okay. As we are now. We are literally being told what is right and wrong to say. If you don't say the right things, you are closed-minded, racist, not woke, Mm -hmm. whatever else. It is crazy, dude. You can get canceled at any time. Yep. Okay? The media, it's just, it's, it's, it's creepy, man. It's creepy. And I'm telling you guys, meaning the world, if we, you need to start... Stop being, stop, like, stop just being consumers Mm. who just look at the carrot in front of them. Yeah. And start focusing on what's going on in the pasture. 
Yeah. You see what I'm saying with my little hint here? Like, don't be, I, I, cause I think a lot of times people are like, oh, okay, I, my job, some people's jobs haven't been affected, affected. yet. So they're sure. just like, oh, as long as I have my stuff, I, you know, I've heard people be like, yeah, you know, who cares? Give us stimulus and give us money. You guys, it's, they're just, just care. They, they don't, yes. <laughs> don't look at what's happening. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm with you, dude. It's, it's weird. Like. I think the fact that we have become in America afraid to to have free speech is is a problem. It's complete opposite of what why we are America. Yeah, complete opposite. And and I just don't, I don't even think the majority of people think that way, but the media has swept it up and made it seem like that is the reality. Like everyone thinks that way. That if you if you are a free thinker, meaning. Mm-hmm. You have thoughts that are outside of what the media or like popular culture tells you, mm-hmm. which by the way, I don't think is popular. I think it's just like uh, louder than you are in the minority. Does that make sense? That does make sense. Yeah. Because everything feels fear based, I guess. Yeah. Which makes sense. I think it's interesting, man. I think we had a talk right before this that, that, that was about fear. And I think fear is a motivator in so many of us. And I'm trying to think of, I don't know why. I don't know why fear is a motivator in so many of us. I think for some reason fear, because fear makes us, fear makes us move, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Just not possible. It, it at least makes us, yeah. Right. All these other things, like like these things can be told to you. And if it's not out of fear, there's less reason to move. You know what I'm saying? Because you're comfortable? Sure. Like Like, because with fear... Fear makes you jump, right? Fear makes you makes you run, right? So people are being herded by fear pretty much, if you look at it that way. I think that's a good way to put it. Yeah. That's valid, man. I uh and one of the concerns too for me, since we're on real talk here, is how churches, not all of them, but uh-huh. churches are allowing it to dictate what they do and don't do. Yeah. Very subtly. Right. So what happens when we say, well, I can't say that because I don't think any any church starts out by saying, well, I'm not going to speak truth. Right. They're not going to they they have I believe their motives are good. But all of a sudden, that that one time when he's like, well, I I should say this. Well, I better not say that. I'll I'll just keep it safe this time so people can get the truth. Right. Mm. And then the next time they make another decision before you know it, what we're putting out isn't even the truth. Right, Does it's that just, make sense? Right, it's just twisted. and Because we've cons- we've made concessions in all these other areas. Mm-hmm. That's good, man. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. I think I, I really feel like... Um, I, often, I, I feel like the majority of people are asleep, for lack of a better word. Yeah. In this country. It's interesting because I think you're right. Well, I think spi- it was certainly spiritually, but even yeah, um, culturally, you know. Yeah, I was gonna say I think a sleep's a really good word for it because I think it's a lot more people are asleep than they think. Some people think they're awake and they're not. I think that way about myself sometimes. Even like, am I really awake? awake? In what sense? Like, what, I'm sorry. Awake in what sense? Like you said, I wonder if I'm awake. What do you mean? For people Even to just like spiritually sometimes or, you know, because I think I think it, you can very easily slip into being asleep spiritually. What um, does that look like? Be asleep spiritually, you think, by your definition? Um, ignoring the, the spirit, oh. ignoring the Holy Spirit. That's good, man. Um, 
Because you you know it, it's there. You feel it, and you mm-hmm. just go, nah, nah, don't want to mm-hmm. do it. Don't want to deal with it. Um, and that, <laughs> in turn, that makes you depressed. Then because you know, since you know God's handprint is on you, like you know that you're not filling it. So then you're empty. Mm. <laughs> but um, and that leads to so many other things, right? That's why you know people can get sad and depressed, or that's why people can you know, lack motivation, all these things, right? Like, you know, it always goes back to if you don't do what what you're meant to do, you know, you're going to fill it with something else and it's not going to it's not gonna help you. Mm. It's so simple, but we just complicate it so much. <laughs> or, or it's just because we are rebellious, you know? I think a lot of us are way more rebellious than we, than we even know, realize, you know? I that's know something, I am. something I'm trying to realize. Me too, man. I know I am. Mm-hmm. But it's weird. We're rebellious in like spiritually, but not like culturally. It's easier. Like we're herded and we're okay with it because they give us our material needs. Mm-hmm. But it shows the heart of man, right? Like, oh, yeah, it's right. We're so like, well, we'll do what we need to do to get our money, our food, our social status. But spiritually, don't tell us what right and wrong is. Right. And, and it's right. easier to rebel against it. It's that easier all the time. to, I guess, uh, it's, it's easier to. Oh, I can't think of the word. It's easier to match those standards there and for those, for the like the worldly needs and the, yeah. than it is spiritually. Because you know that spiritually you have to die yourself. <laughs> you know die that. Die to what you want. Exactly. Yeah. You have to die to what you want compared to you're actually wanting to get, you're getting what you want there. And people, really and people, and people are praising you for it and they're applauding you and they're going, man, you're a good guy. You're a good person. That's yeah. good. That 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 person there, they're awesome, and it's because you know you're just going along with what they want you to go along with. Compared to if you come the other way spiritually, it's not about you, which is hard for a lot of us. And like you said, you have to die yourself. You have to you have to kill a part of what you want to take to actually obtain what you need. Oof, that's good, man. And I think. I don't know, man. That's I guess that's what I mean by sleep. I think so much, so many of us are sleep, right? Yeah. No, I mean I definitely agree with that. Yeah. I was just curious. Yeah, what your thoughts were on that? Mm-hmm. I've really come to realize it's kind of getting into our lives a little bit. Mm-hmm. I've had this just epiphany, man. The last few weeks, people have been saying that I've been off. Right? Yeah. People, and I have. I've really realized. And I don't say this in a mopey way. Yeah. How rebellious I am in my spirit, mm-hmm. how sinful I am, how hypocritical I am. If you view hypo- hypocrisy as not living day to day truth out yeah. that you know to be true. Right? Oh, absolutely. And, and tell others to be. I'm, I'm a hypocrite too, for sure. And so kind of ties what you said because I think for me man it's been this like Kairos moment Kairos moment mean like a moment in my life where I'm having to come to grips with a reality where God mm-hmm. is like inter- smashing into my reality yep. through events to get me to think up to wake up actually using that's a great way to put it man. yeah and I've been I just take out my position take out this minute take out this show yeah just Todd in the dark at night thinking and man the realization of who I am versus who I thought I was. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's so vastly different in some ways that it's been 
it's been, um, what is the word life altering? Because I've had to like deal with that. Yeah. Like I feel like I got shaken awake and now I'm looking around going, Whoa, I didn't realize how long I have not been everything that I thought I was. Gotcha. Just in how I approach life. Like it's not that I was fake. You know, don't take sure because I, that that's not fake implies you're doing it intentionally and you're trying it, trying to get something that isn't where I was, man. Gotcha. But I think I've been driven. I made a lot of decisions in day to day life, scrambling around out of fear, fear of whatever, disappointing people or whatever. Yeah. And it's just made me really have a a real face to face for lack of a better word with God about. And having to look in the mirror and go, okay, Todd, like, this is who you've been. This is who you are. See how different they are? Does that make sense? Yeah, man. And that's been, and I don't even think I've told you this, but that's been the root of a lot of the weirdness in me the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Is is realizing that. And it's, it's, it's such a weird thing, man. It's such a weird thing. And I have the, I've had these moments and these conversations recently that have also made me really wrestle with what I, about Christianity. It's crazy to me how many differences there are in our faith, let's say denominationally even. Yeah. And how many, or how tightly people cling to things okay so i had a conversation with real brief if he watches this i hope he understands one it was a good i probably didn't even tell him how much this conversation got me thinking but mm-hmm. talking to a pastor yeah recently great guy like him a lot and he was just sharing with me some of his thoughts on um he meets with other pastors and kind of cultural and he's kind of exactly where you and I are talking about. We're like, man, truth is like people think they're Christians and they're not. And uh, I put it in different ways, but like, and how it's going generationally. Like if right. a parent lives that way, then they're, and, but they call themselves Christian. Then the kid is going to think a Christian is whatever the parents were. And the parents may not have ever truly been a Christian. Right. Right. So they're calling immorality and evil good, you know, that kind of thing. Like for instance, yeah, it's fine to live with your girlfriend. Yeah. You're still a Christian. You go to church once a month, like blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And that's true, right? We agree with that. But then there's things that, like, and he, that he said that, that I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't, it, it's funny that we are part of this. I'm trying to, th- I'm really sorry, guys. Clearly, this show is not scripted. I'm trying to no. think how I put this. It's off the cuff. How much, I don't even know how to put into words, man. Yeah. Like, things I get that, it, dude. Things that we think. What is Christianity? Hmm. What is it? And every Christian watching this pastor would probably say, well, it's this. But then the way we live it out practically almost says that if you don't do... So let's take baptism. Okay. Water baptism. Yeah. So he kind of, we kind of talked on that a little bit. And you know, he talked about the people who think you have to be dunked three times, right? And I'm definitely in agreement with him. I think that's... Silly, right? right. That, that they hold yeah. tightly to that. Silly. Not silly that you feel that way. Right. Like if, if you feel like, you know, I get it, I get it. 
baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Like you feel like, the, right? But to call that like a deal breaker, or to like everyone who doesn't do that is not, not a Christian, is not saved. Right. Yeah, and then, but then I found out later from a conversation he had with someone else that he was like, well, it's not baptism unless you're fully immersed. And to say that it is, how could you say it's not when that's what it says in the Bible? It got me thinking, man. Like, I've never held on to that. Yeah. Because I always put myself in positions of like, okay, I'm in a desert. Yeah. And there's like a little bit of water, and this guy wants to be baptized, and all I can do is pour it over his face. Is that, is that it, mean the, it, is it the act? And, and, or was that not real? And mm. what if someone isn't water baptized? Now, I know typically they probably would say, we're talking about people that have the ability to be so, mm-hmm. to be immersed fully right right i just i don't know <laughs> i like the i like your thoughts though i like that stuff because i think it does challenge like the idea of like because I, I feel like i feel like people who think that way it's like you said it's not that it's wrong it's more like he might be right mm-hmm. i think that scares me more than anything mm. because let's say that that's right that that it matters that much mm-hmm. to be Fully immersed, and if you're not, he didn't say this part. Sure, okay, what I'm about to say, but let's, some people would say it. You're never, you're not a real disciple, or you're not. You mm-hmm. know, he did not say that. But let's just say there are people on the other end of the spectrum that would say that, right? Right. You aren't fully immersed. You weren't really baptized. If you're not really water baptized, then you never really made a confession in public. Blah blah blah. You know that kind of thing. Right. And again, not he did not say that. So if you're right. watching, I know. But this it got me you. thinking. Yeah. I, that scares me more, man, because then it's almost like who's right. Because some there's so many people out there that that aren't just saying that it's like a di- a secondary issue that it's a difference that we can have and still be on the same team. They're saying that if you don't do this, you're not even on the team, right? And that's mind blowing, right? Mm-hmm. So like you're not a Christian. Let's say it was that. Let's say for a second that the person who says if you're not fully immersed in the water and pulled okay. up, you're not a Christian. Yeah, right. Oh, of course. Let's say they were right. Because they believe they're right, dude. They yeah. believe, there are people that believe that. Right. 100%. Mm-hmm. So, do you see how that can get weird in yeah. your head, man? It can mess you, It can mess with you. Now, I, I don't believe that. But sometimes my biggest stumbling blocks in my faith, and I've always said this, and people get mad at me in Christianity, and it's, maybe it's because, and you probably get this a little more too, We I did not come from a Christian background. And he brought this up too, and it's, he goes, it's really rare. He didn't know this. I didn't talk to him. He's like, it's really rare for a, he goes, you know, God bless the people that come from a family that isn't Christian that decide they're going to walk away from everything they know and follow Christ. And he, he talked about, it was pretty cool. He's like, you know, there's personal decision, but it's a lot harder when you were never raised in it, mm-hmm. which it is harder. Yes. Because your entire life has been built on something, your moral foundation for 18 years in my case right. was completely different than, than Christianity. 100%, dude. And yeah, I think you know that too. Oh yeah. And so it just gets me, but my biggest stumbling blocks have been those moments when I'm like, God, how can, how can this all, how can these people be so far away from each other Mm -hmm. in their views Yeah, and still be the same body? Right. Does, I don't know, man. And maybe I shouldn't be saying this on the show because it'll mess with people, but that's kind of where I'm at. Like it, I think I shared this several months ago where I had almost a little mini crisis of faith because of this kind of stuff. Not fully, but like I don't understand how certain beliefs there are maybe maybe simplify. There are certain things people believe 
that I straight up do not see in the Bible and do not believe right. are as big as they say it is. Right, okay. And But they tell me that if I don't, I'm not on the team. And I take that seriously enough to go, what do I do with that? Hmm. Sometimes I think I've shared these. Sometimes I feel like I'm reading a different book. I know I'm not, yeah. but it feels that way. Yeah, dude. Does this make sense at yeah, all? Yeah, no, it Fun makes sense. Turn? It's making me think. It's making me... Maybe this is too deep for this because I'm not even... Because I know sometimes, the guys know this, if you're listening, I've been told that I sometimes talk down a, like a trail in the forest and I think everybody's still with me and I look around and I've lost everyone because I don't <laughs> know how to communicate. So hopefully that makes sense. I think that, dude, your, your idea of... Like how far? Like how could we be this far away? Like because, like you said, it's it's literally like the differences of being on the team or not. That's crazy, and like I think that or saved or not, the, right? And this is this is this is kind of where I landed in my in my mind. I thought about okay, after Jesus died, right? You know, there was a new covenant, and I don't think the new covenant would have us being separated like this. You know, if anything, that kind of stuff, like you said, where like it matters that much, that sounds like Old Testament where they had to do crazy sacrifices a certain specific ways to have to, you know, get the favor of God yeah. back. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah. that's what it remi- that's what it reminds me of. And like, it's I, it almost to me, it almost feels like we're not living in the freedom of a new covenant. Yeah. And a lot of t- your I, I think you put that so well. I would say what their argument's going to be. I'm uh-huh. sitting here thinking like them already. Is, yeah. Well, the where does that end? Then we can do sin and all that. And it's like, man, first of all, that's not what he's saying. Right. Right. Because clearly, sin is sin. Mm-hmm. We're not ta- we're not disagreeing on what sin is. Dude, it all we're goes... disagreeing on what we have to do to be on the team. Right. Right. Doesn't that make? Does that, yes. Is that you're, right? you're saying you guys are. It's different. not the sin that yeah. we're that you and I are even having an issue with. I think right. we all call sin a sin. Absolutely. Except the times they say, for instance, well, here we go. Right. There is a thin line, but sin is sin. We're talking about the the do's right now. Right. The don'ts. How, do, how do you don'ts. how do you get on the team? Yeah. Yeah. How do you become a Christian? How yeah. are how do you become saved? And people are so different on it. It's what it seems like sometimes, right. and so. Uh, if I had never had the Holy Spirit, like, I would 100% go, well, why are they all, like, why is there 500 denominations? Mm-hmm. Right. I th- do you know, what's, you know what I think it is? Well, maybe not all of it, but part of it is. I think a part of it is that we are so caught up in our own game of religion sometimes that we don't take a second to step back and see how ridiculous it is what we're saying. Or, yeah, <laughs> or, or like what we are saying. So, like, for instance, we'll use, we, we have... A big one's the gift of tongues. People think mm-hmm. that I don't know. I assume people think that I think that isn't doesn't exist or whatever. First mm-hmm. of all, there's very there are theologians that don't believe that exists. Mm-hmm. Who I respect, like currently today, that that gift yeah. is no longer active. That I respect. Okay, John MacArthur's one of them. He doesn't yeah. believe those gifts, whatever. But let's take that example. There are people, the other side of it, who believe that if you do not speak in tongues, that every Christian should speak in tongues, and if you don't. You've done something wrong. Yep. Literally, okay? You start looking at that. And at first, it's like you want to start like making excuses and say, oh, everyone will believe. But then you start actually thinking about what that actually means. Right. Right? What, what does it actually mean if I tell you, AJ, you're saved yep. 
but you've never spoken in tongues, and the and which means you're not operating out of the Holy Spirit. What does that mean? What does that mean? Yeah, dude. To, to me, that doesn't feel like I'm saved. To me, that feels like I like my salvation is not secure. Yeah. Okay. So now, and I and I talked to I've talked to someone, one a couple of people mm-hmm. who come from this kind of background, and they would tell you that that's not what they're saying. Yeah. That they're saying that you're saved. And then there's a second working, working or something in the Holy Spirit yeah. that is going to supercharge your engine, right? Mm-hmm. Now, here's, what gets, here's where it gets weird. Todd does not tell those people they're not saved. Mm-hmm. Because if they believe in Christ, then I have to believe they're saved, right? They've turned. Right. But they would tell me, some of them, even though they would say that isn't the case, they would tell me or you that we, is a thin line between like, yeah, you're saved, but you haven't spoken tongues to, are you even saved? Mm. Right? Right. And what does the common person in those kind of denominations believe? Do they actually understand it? Or do they think that if you don't do that, you're not secure? Oh, they definitely think you're not. Right. 100%. I think of a good friend of ours, if he's watching. Yeah. I don't know if he's okay. He knows who he is. Okay. NJ. Okay. Mm-hmm. He he told us, you know, came from that background that he constantly, every, like, had, he constantly prayed for his salvation over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And it came from that because he didn't understand, you know, or the people that. Again, I'm not picking on it because now we can go back to baptism. Right. All right, you baptize. Or I know I have a family member, they're probably never going to watch this, who is pastor in a church. And it's so crazy, man. There's so much of it I love and hear and agree with, and they would agree with me. But they believe that you can lose your salvation. Mm-hmm. That is a massive, massive difference in theology. Yes, it is. One or the other, right? That is a massive difference in theology. Where I've settled, and I think I've told you is, I've settled on the fact that We'll end up in the same place, and I would say you're probably they're probably putting unnecessary fear on people, but that doesn't mean that they're not saved, and it doesn't mean they're preaching a false gospel. They'll look at me straight up, whether they admit it or not, because I've heard their sermon, and say he's a false prophet because he says you can't lose your salvation. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, in fact, I I, I just listened to a sermon where they said that they said beware false prophets who tell you that you cannot lose your salvation. Do you see what I'm saying? Like. Wow. There's everyone is constantly saying who's on the team mm-hmm. based on these these in my opinion minor differences that then become major because of what we tie to them. When you tie your salvation to these things, right? Right? Because I've always ended up on the belief of like, okay, say I'm wrong. Yeah, that you can't lose your or you can lose your salvation. Well, I know. I would just say those because they go, well, what happened to people that turn away from God and walk away? I would have, my argument's always been they were never really saved. Right. Well, they would say they lost their salvation. Mm-hmm. We're just calling it two different things, right? Right. God, God's the only one that knows the heart. Yep. I don't know if this is coming out of left field. I need some input here, Fun Turn. I, I, I just feel like if I'm being real about thoughts that I've been having, yeah. this is this is part of it. Yeah, man. And it messes with my head, dude. And I'm not. It's not supposed to. It messes with my head, not because it shakes what I believe. So this is going to maybe sound arrogant. I do not. You put a, a lie detector test on me. Mm-hmm. I believe what I believe. Yeah. Confidently about the gospel and what Jesus says. And when Jesus said, I will never let go of one of these that I've grabbed a hold of. You will never pull them from my hand. Mm. Um, that there's no condemnation in Christ. That nothing can separate us from the love of Christ once we're saved. All those types of things. You are not going to change my mind. But. I shouldn't say what I'm about to say. But there are times that I say, is it real? 
if we can have these major differences, is it real? Mm. I guess as I'm processing, it's like, if it's real, I'm completely confident in what I believe. The only times I'm not is when I go, I don't understand how we get here. Yeah. We meaning Christianity. How do we get to a place where we spend more time trying to tell people what makes them not a Christian than we do telling people what makes them a Christian? Right. Does that make any sense? It makes sense to me. And again, the tongue, man, it's not just the tongues one. There are people that say if you mess up, like for instance, even the concept of sinning and then losing your salvation because of it. Right. That is, I, I can't get it. I always say adultery and people think that's because of some personal thing from my own life. It isn't. Mm-hmm. I say that because that's the one where people right away, that's yeah, they, the bad one, yeah, isn't they, it? They go, Sometimes <gasps> more than murder. Right. I'm not even kidding you. Go ahead. At the end of the day, Christian culture looks at adultery and sex in such a terrible way that it's become such a toxic place in the church that... At the end of the day, I truly believe that if I did, you found an alcoholic in your church, you treat him nicer than if you found out that a guy cheated or made a mistake or he wasn't a virgin or all these things. Once you find that out, that person is exercised and they're pushed out of the church and they're pushed away because, oh, you can't go do that. We got to punish you for that. But if you find an alcoholic, you're like, well, let's get him some help. You don't even go that Or a guy that, that like, a te- maybe a guy 10 years ago was in prison for attempted murder. Mm-hmm. He, he would get treated nicer than the... And, and again, I, it's not wrong that he's being treated nice and welcomed yeah. in. It's just the reason I pick adultery is because that is the one, what you just said. It's like... By the way, sexual immorality is evil and it's wrong and it causes a lot of pain. And I understand right. part of the reason adultery hurt, we bring it up, is because it has such a ripple effect, right? right? It affects so many people. And the Bible does say, you know, other sins take place outside the body. The reason sexual immorality is so rough is that it takes place inside the body, kind right. of right, defiles sort of the temple. I get that. And it, right. we're not minimizing the the how bad sexual morality is. Sure. The Bible's very clear. And there's a reason that, that it's constantly brought up. And we see the effects of sexual morality in our culture. My point is, I just don't understand. Either grace is all sufficient or it isn't. Either verses like in Romans 5 or 6 where he says, where sin abounds, grace abounds all the more. Mm-hmm. Either is true or it isn't. Why are we so afraid of that truth? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, it's weird. And, and then it's, sometimes it's not even tied to, to sin, right? Then it then it's what gets weird is then it's tied to things you don't do. So like I some church says if you don't go to every church service, you may not be saved. Another church says if you don't speak in tongues, you may not be saved. Another church says if you don't give this much money, you may not be saved. Most churches don't, okay? I'm not saying the vast the vast majority don't. Right. Probably do that. But it's just so weird. Yes. Right? It's weird that and- what we make important. Yes, that's that's a really good way to put it. What, what what we focus on, focus the importance on, and I think that what's happened is, is we've just drawn so many lines when there shouldn't have been any lines drawn, you know, like hard race. lines, walls. Yes. Actually, I think we build walls yeah, where there shouldn't have been walls. Yeah, I like that better. Actually, like to separate us, right? Yeah, like it's walls. okay to put a line there. I think, right? Okay, this is what I believe. We don't really, you know. God will figure it out, right? As far as some you know of those that are You know what's creepy about all this, about this whole concept? It literally reminds me of what happened in the garden. Is that really what God said? And that's all we're arguing about all the time. <laughs> it's freaky. Accepting the fact that 
he said what he said in the Bible. I think a lot of times Christians are just arguing over semantics rather than that's, actually that's really going good. like, okay, God says all sin is equal. All sin is equal, period. God said he won't lie. Actually, actually, that was a big thing that you showed me, Todd. In the Bible, it literally says, like, I cannot lie. Okay, he doesn't lie. Does that mean that everything else in the Bible, or are you going to argue that he didn't really mean this? Because it doesn't fit your your theology, mm-hmm. you know. Exactly. And, yeah, you're right, dude. And here's the thing: all sin is sin in the eyes of God, right? right? In the sense that it separates from God. Clearly, we don't think that every sin has the same consequences in this life, right? right Murder is worse than um, taking a piece of candy. Yes, in this right. That's why we have different. There's different worldly consequences yes. compared to. So uh, I guess. I don't know how to put it the other way around. but it, it, It's actually the other way around. It's not minimizing the effects of sin. When you say all sin is equal, you're actually saying that, listen, you need to understand what Jesus said when he said, take the plank out of your own eye right. before you worry about the speck in your brother's. Like, mm-hmm. you, we have our own stuff. I just think it's odd. I don't know why, if, if, why, why admitting, I'm trying to think how to put this. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why people want to attach someone's security in Christ to these things that are not necessarily commanded in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Does this make sense? What do you mean by that? So there is enough gray area in, for instance, the speaking in tongues. Yeah. There's enough gray area in there that for me to arrogantly say to tie someone's salvation to it is insane to me. Okay. There's enough gray area in, I'm trying to think of something else. Like, I guess I would be very hesitant to stand in front of one of God's children and tell them they don't belong in the house when I'm not 100% sure. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That is God's son or daughter. Yep. Right? That doesn't mean we don't tell people truth. Right. Again, I hope people understand what I'm saying. But but the truth is, the people that aren't understand what I'm saying, they shut this off as soon as we said what we said, and then they ran off and created their own. Sure. I just think it's nuts, for instance, that we have gotten more hate for saying that grace covers all than for almost anything we've ever said. Right. Which is strange because you guys have literally done conspiracy episodes. You've done you've done all these things, and the fact that people have such a problem with grace, I, I from my background, I, I sit here and I think, and I'm like, it is such a crazy thing to think that grace doesn't cover all things. Because when you think about it for just half a second, you don't you may not like what you think about because that means that what you did is covered. All you got to do is ask. When you realize the power of grace, you realize how much he loves you. It's, and that doesn't mean you can go sin and do all these things. Well, you won't you do that, right? Exactly. Like, like, you will eventually come back around if you're a true follower in Christ. I think that's the case. And, like, Absolutely. truthfully, you're going to reap the consequences of sinful behavior, regardless of whether you're saved or not. And that, and, and I think that's that's different. Preaching, like, constantly pushing people, I'm like, listen, you got to, you know, God's way is the only safe way. Mm-hmm. Right? Meaning, like... You, I think we can all agree. If you, if we lived God's way perfectly and did what He told us to do and didn't do what He told us not to do, we yeah. would have far less problems in our life. Bottom line, 
Wouldn't 100%. be perfect because sin has infected the world, sure. but it would definitely we would have less hurt, pain, all that yes, stuff. Yes, absolutely. We would minimize it. It's just, uh, it's wild, man. It's wild. And then I, I think, because I think you're, I don't know. Hopefully this makes sense to people. Yeah. These are just things I've been pondering. That conversation got, I have these moments where I'm like, how can these all, how can this be, I'm not saying I, lay, I stay here, but I go, how can this be real? Yep. When we disagree on so many things. Yep. And not disagree like, oh, you think we should wear only pants and I think it's okay to wear shorts. We still love each other. You're going to wear pants, I'm going to wear shorts. No, it's you wear pants. Well, then you are a legalist. And I and you say to me, "Oh my gosh, you wear shorts, then you're you're a worldly fleshly person." Mm-hmm. You know, whatever else. Um by the way, I know I dated a girl from a denomination that flat out told me that, that I had a, I came in new believer, had a Nike shirt on and that I was idolatrous and, you know, worldly and all these other things. Insane, man. And I we wonder why sometimes the world looks at us as if we're crazy. Well, it, yeah, because we argue over everything. We argue over all these little things, and then we have to realize at the end of the day, again, it's all semantics. That's all it a is. A lot of it's it all, is. You're right. It's all semantics. and. You know what's yeah. funny, too, though? Because there are popular churches and, and movements out there that aren't biblical, right? But we don't stand against those because they're popular. So mm. we'll argue with each other about XYZ, but we're not going to argue with, with uh, Smiley Bob and his multi-billion dollar church and ask if he's ever talking about Jesus because he's popular. So clearly God's for him. Mm. We somehow equate the size of a church denomination, uh, the money with God's favor. Mm. When I look in the Bible and I see tons of people that like, clearly Paul had God's favor using lack of a better word. Yes. But boy, did that guy deal with a lot of crap in his life. A whole lot. So I don't know. I don't want to mess with anyone's faith while they're watching this. Because, guys, I'm going to tell you right now, if you put your faith in Jesus, go read it yourself. You know, he holds on to you even when you don't hold on to him. Mm-hmm. And I believe in the Holy Spirit's ability to continually change, convict people of sin and all that. And I don't want to, like, put stumbling blocks in people's way. But if you're watching this show, then you know we try to be real about things that we wrestle with. Absolutely. But, man, and by the way, setting all that aside, coming back to what I said earlier, I am a huge sinner. And I wrestle with that too, dude. I have sinned many times. I sin every day. I'm a pastor, and I'm embarrassed to call myself that because I feel like I don't measure up to what that should entail. I, in fact, I know I don't. Mm-hmm. And if it's based at all on my worthiness, I, I, I'm no, I'm nobody doomed. would be a pastor. Yeah, but well, you're right. But there are men out there that I look at and go, "That guy, I get why he's a pastor." Mm-hmm. And I see myself and know what I'm capable of, what I have done, what I do. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I, you know, it's not possible. Yeah. So I'm not sitting here saying, you know, some of it certainly comes from my own wrestling. So I started yeah. this out by saying I got to look in the mirror sometimes. Right. But these are just a lot of things I've been pondering. And I'm not even doing this emotionally. I literally intellectually wrestle with these things like, goodness gracious, how can there be so many differences in one religion? No, oh, it's insane. That's why I try to focus on the things I know for sure in the Bible. You know what I mean? And right. just, I, I do my best. I'm not saying to be perfect to focus on those. Yep. Jesus Christ is the only way. He's the way, the truth, and the life. And mm-hmm. no one comes to the Father except through him. 
Truth, and man. then what is it to repent and confess He is Messiah and Savior? That's the only thing I cling to sometimes for as a fact. You know, which yeah, and I, maybe maybe that is the healthy way. Sometimes uh, I don't maybe know it isn't. I, maybe, but but yeah, that's sometimes all. That's my anchor. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing. If I let the word, if I did not. Sorry, I didn't mean to ramble, guys. No, you're out, man. It's just one it. of those days. I guess I'm always trying to clarify for people because I automatically, a lot of times the reason I ramble, if you want to know the truth and you're listening to this show, is because I know all of the, like I try to anticipate mm-hmm. the attacks and questions that inevitably come. Mm-hmm. Try to cover it all. Mm-hmm. Which just leads to rambling because you can't <laughs> do it. It's impossible. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think it's really good. And I think that, I don't know, man. I think we just, we take the Bible and we twist it and we, <laughs> I don't know, we compl- we overcomplicate it and it's just, it gets messy and that's why we are where we are, you know? Yeah, and people tell us that we are tearing the church down, right, mm-hmm. sometimes because we're bringing this up, but then they're the ones who are who are arguing and saying these things. It's like, you gotta, you gotta go along to get along in Christianity. And if you don't go along with this weird game sometimes where you pretend these things that we don't have these massive differences and like mm-hmm. sit at a table and figure it out, if you don't pretend that you don't have those issues, yep. then you're a troublemaker and you're this and that. Mm-hmm. Even though and if people, you're honest, if I put your two denominations or your two belief systems on a piece of paper, they are not compatible mm-hmm. they're in, not. in certain areas. But right. I'm the crazy one or you're the crazy one because we're pointing out the fact that they're not compatible. Yeah, we are man. the crazy ones, and it's that's cr- that's that hard for me sometimes. It's odd because I think people don't people don't want to witness it or see it in their own lives, but they'll 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 read stuff that's similar, you know, in the Bible. For example, like Paul going to Peter, saying, "Hey, man, you realize that you're catering to the pagans right now? Like, like what you're 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 changing the way that you're teaching because you're you're wanting to make them comfortable, and that's not right." Imagine if Paul would have went into it with the same attitude that a lot of us have these days with this kind of stuff. Who knows what Peter would have done if he would have ever, you know, clearly got as God. But imagine that. Imagine if Paul would have went there and just went, hey, man, hope all's going well, and just kept moving on without saying, hey, man, this is weird that you're doing this. Yeah, and it didn't mean that they weren't brothers still. Exactly. That's because they recognized that they were brothers because yep. of Christ. Yep. I don't know, man. I still, I sometimes feel like... I've told you this. I I know you feel this way too. I'm just like some barbarian that got invited into the party and I don't really belong here mm-hmm. because I don't, <laughs> I just don't, you know, get it. And my, my, my heart is just, I, I know this much. If God's grace through Christ, if my salvation, my worthiness, my holiness is not based firmly on Christ, if it's at all to do with me, then I'm, I'm doomed. Me too. I'm. I can't go. I can't go an hour, sometimes, with without you know. If certainly comparatively to Jesus, mm-hmm. <clears throat> which is what he means when he says things like, he's not minimizing adultery when he says, if you look at a woman with lust in your heart, you've already committed adultery with her. He's not saying that. Oh, adultery is okay because we all look at women with lust. It's the opposite. He's saying you need to understand that you think it's not a big deal, but in the scheme of holiness, right. it's a big deal. Absolutely. And I don't know, man. Like, it kind of goes back to, like, the wall thing we said earlier. It's like, with grace, when you believe in grace and that grace covers all your evening, the playing field, and for some reason that makes people uncomfortable because they want to be up here and have people That's here. really good, man. They want to be here. 
but instead we're all here. They, for some reason, also seem to think that because we say that we're all here and grace covers it, that we are, that we believe we don't have a responsibility to make decisions out of the spirit, not the flesh. Like mm-hmm. we believe in holiness. We believe that we are called to not sin. Right. We are, we believe that we are called to put to death our sinful behaviors, mm-hmm. right? We're not saying that. We're just saying that we can't climb the ladder at all without Christ. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it feels like they're trying, they mean that kind of belief sometimes is the feeling I get is like, you've got to climb it on your own. And if you slip, you're doomed. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep, like almost like they think Christ just put, gave us the ladder, but the effort to climb or the the success of our climbing it is entirely dependent on, on our own strength. Mm, Whereas sure I is. feel like he's right behind me kind of pushing my butt up, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes I do stumble, but I never fall That's because right. he's constantly there. Yep. The truth is God, the Bible says God is going to finish the good work he started in us. Truth. It doesn't say if you, unless you're perfect. I think we make it a lot harder on ourselves, right? but he's going to make us holy. It's wild. It's going to be finished, right? And that's why you hope to do it in a way that minimizes the hurt you have to go through. Yep. Right? Because he disciplines those he loves. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Which I think is a lot of times the natural consequences of sin, but... Yeah, absolutely. I don't know, man. <clears throat> it's weird. <sighs> but yeah, I don't know. Sorry, everyone. No, man. I loved it. It's a good conversation. <clears throat> Yeah, I hogged a lot of the airways. Sorry, man. <laughs> You're fine. I love hearing you speak, man. You always have good stuff to say, and well, it, it makes me think. It, it it provokes my 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 mind to think and really challenge myself. And you know, it's it. Whenever you speak about this kind of stuff, it that's that's life to me. Like the stuff you bring up is is good stuff. You know, it's not just it's it's real. You know, it's not the you know, I don't. I don't like using the term "surface" because you know it's it, it it can be very cliche and people tend to like use overuse it. But you're not like a surface level thinker. Like you like you 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 uh, you go to the roots. You know. Yeah. Well, God bless the people too out there who who don't have to wrestle with those things. Like that they yeah. their faith is sure. You know, so secure and strong, man. And which, that's, is, which is awesome, yeah. like you said. Like the pastor I was talking to, even though I can tell we didn't get to it, we have some differences. Yeah. Like I know he is my brother because I see Christ in him and the mm-hmm. way he interacts with people. You know, I do. Yeah. Um, do I think him and I are going to agree on everything? Nope. But I think we agree on Christ and loving people and loving God. Mm-hmm. And I can call him brother. Whether or not he can call me brother, I don't know, you mm-hmm. know. I don't know, but I don't know. It's just, it's a, it's a, it's a weird thing, man. It's a weird, this journey that we're on. Um, and then life is strange. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry. You have something going on in your life you want to talk about? I know we ate a lot of time. I have a couple, we have some questions too, guys that are pretty good. Um, I'm trying to think here. Um, I know for me, just, I get caught up in the matrix a lot, man. You know, I get caught up in the, you know, just the, whether that's the late, you know, being late, too late back, lazy, you know, not wanting to do stuff or, you know, just wanting every day to just kind of pass. It's funny, man, because I can, I can, I can sit here and say, man, I just want to relax and I just want some free time. 
And that's true. I think that way sometimes. But then also there's on the on the other side of that is when while I'm saying that, I'm also going, Holy cow, where'd the time go? <laughs> Dude, Where, where'd the time go? You know, every day passes by in a in a flash. And it's funny because I think those two things can kind of contradict each other if you're not careful. And I think that's kind of what's happened <laughs> to me in my life. Like, because I, I think I tend to I tend to look at free time or just wanting to relax as wasting time. So then if I'm so that even if I want those things, it makes me feel like it's a waste. But and then days go by and I go, well, where there's all the wasted time. You know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. So like, I don't know how to fix that. <laughs> I think uh, I think it paralyzes me a lot, and I think that's why I don't know, man. It's tough. I think a lot. It's shaped a lot of who I am. That same that same mindset, you know. I think that's why a lot of the time when life gets hard, I think I can tend to shut down, or I can tend to just kind of freeze, you know. Or when things, if or if things change, it can be hard for me to to adjust because me too, you know. I'm used to this or, you know, this seems right, whatever, you know. Because you're comfortable in it or Exactly. Yeah. You justify, you know, not having to change because it feels comfortable and then you make all these excuses as to why it's right so you can stay comfortable. And, you know, it's it's weird, man. It's so easy to get caught up in and I, I think I get caught up in it so much that I don't even realize it a lot of the time. And, you know, it makes me think about life and, you know, Jesus says that we can live life to the fullest, and it makes me wonder what the fullest is. That's so good. You know, for myself even, not even just in general, but, I, you know, because that's ironic. It's in the message we just had, too, though, you know? <laughs> no, dude, 24 hours, man. Yeah. It was really, it was impactful, man. But I, I mean, you. that's something I get, like, yeah. that thought of, like, life, right? Mm -hmm. And it's so, I don't know, man, it's surreal. And I think for me, because of the way I grew up and my mind and not trying to think about myself, but try to think about others, even though it was just so twisted for so long. You know, I think when I have these kind of conversations, I tend to I tend to attach it to everyone, but not me. I don't think about me. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So like it's not true for you, you mean or like I just don't think about myself. Like I think about um that that's why I guess it it was important like in that moment for me to say, you know, thinking about how I waste time or, you know what I'm saying? Because I can, whenever I can get in those, that mindset of thinking about like this good stuff, this like, like the roots, I can tend to think of, well, this is what it seems like for everybody, but not go, well, this is what it seems like for me. Mm -hmm. And therefore, you know, I'm kind of bypassing my own, my own progress or my own, you know, ability to change because I'm just thinking about it for everyone else instead of myself, mm. which is kind of ignoring a problem. If there is one. <laughs> no, I get it. So, I don't know, man. It's just weird. And I think that I've spent so much of my life doing that that I'm just so used to it. I don't even recognize it so often. And that's why I just kind of sit sometimes and sit and sit and sit, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's funny. It's like, it's like, uh, it's kind of like running on a, running on a, on a uh, treadmill, that's what it's called, right? A treadmill? Yeah. yeah. For some reason, treadmill didn't sound right. I, I've had those days. I was like, oh. I like the word the. Yeah. Is, is yeah. that a word? <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's, like, it's like you're running on a treadmill, and you're looking at a mirror, and you know that mirror needs to be smashed because something else needs to happen. But like, since you're running on the treadmill, you just can't reach it. Like Every time you swing, it's just short. Mm. That's kind of what it feels like. I don't know if that makes any sense. but No, yeah. I get it. Yeah. So I don't know, man. It's weird. It's like, 
I might it might go back to the analogy that you that I've heard you use a lot, but about like the whole like like cell, like you're sitting in a cell and the door's open, but you're just sitting there anyway. Mm-hmm. I think that's a lot of me, man. Or you know, or I think sometimes I'll go over and I'll shut the door and 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 pretend to lock it, and then like, well, I can't get out. I'm locked in here. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So yeah. it's a powerful image. Yeah, and I and I guess. Sometimes I can get discouraged, and I think this is why a lot of the time I live life so why time flies and it scares me is because I don't like to think about that stuff because I know that I'm not good at it or I know, like, I'm not in a good place with it. And then that's when you know that's when it's going to be uncomfortable because then you have to focus on it and you have to think about it Uh and then you have to put energy into it and you know that's going to suck because then you have to face, you know, all these things, right? You have to face you know, you have to face the idea of overcoming this stuff and that's going to be a long road and it's not going to be fun, at least not always. Right. So then Mm. you just kind of settle for, Hey, you know what? I'm just going to kind of keep it, keep it here. And you know what? We'll, we'll just keep going. (laughs) So I think that's one of my biggest struggles, man. And I think a lot of it comes from hurts too, that I don't like to think about, you know, where, and, and that's just, that probably has, that's more specific than like just life in general. Well, well, I guess kind of like, I think life clearly hurts can hurts can change the way you think about life or the way you do things in life. But I think just certain aspects of my life, I think past hurts really dictate how I do things, you know, and I don't like to think about it. So then I guess I can sit, I can recognize that it's from hurts, but I don't actually like process that and actually, um, work work on that i guess Mm. for lack of better term so i don't know man like i I said earlier it's it's like the matrix it's like you're sitting there it's like i'm sitting in the matrix and and because because it's it's easier to sit there in the matrix i can i'm doing my best to enjoy it even though it's not always enjoyable because i would rather do that than grow sometimes Mm. you know it's kind of like what i said i can't remember how many episodes ago it was but it's, it's kind of like the same analogy like we're called to run the race and sometimes i just don't feel like running the race mm-hmm. i think it's very similar to that and i don't know where that stems from man it's kind of creepy <laughs> i think part of it as you're describing it does kind of go <clears throat> with what I, we talked about sunday in the message of yeah we think that the race is an obligation that is miserable always yeah instead of understanding that like that's not true, man. Like we are to live life and that kind of does tie with our previous conversation. We let all of these like expectations that we put on ourselves and others put on us drain our life. Yeah. And I, I just, that race is fun, man. It reminds me when you're a kid, you know, those few times in your life, picture a time, cause some of you are going to be like, this was never where you just <laughs> ran and you didn't think about how good you were running, how fast you're running. You were playing tag, you were playing kickball, you were doing something you didn't, that's the kind of race it is, man, where it's just free and, and fun. And like, that's, yeah, there's times when it's not fun, mm-hmm. but overall it's worth it. That's right. <clears throat> and I, I'm with you, man. We don't live that way very often, Mm-mm. but I think, I think we live, I like that you referenced the prison again, because we live in this prison cell that we don't have to live in. That's right. And sometimes we let other people build those walls around us and Absolutely. we say, well, I deserve this. When it's God weird, says man. you're free. The one the sun is set free is free indeed. That's in the Bible, man. Mm. And like, I don't know, man. I think we got to be more realistic about where where our hearts are sometimes. You know, that's I kind of what I meant by the mirror for me. Yeah. Exactly, man. Like, I think, you know, I think that's something for me personally. I think I've grown up so long 
where I think I can take my own personality and where my heart is sometimes and I can still think that I'm a good person or like, hey, this part of me is good because I'm still applying it to what the world said it was to me. And so I'm like, oh, yeah, so I'm good. I'm not rebellious. No. I think that's how you end up. Like I mentioned, I was yeah. where you wake up also look in a mirror one day and go, "What in the world?" Exactly, dude. Yeah. And I think I think that that's a struggle for me because a lot of my life I've always been told, "Well, hey, he's the good guy. He's the nice guy." You know, this I'm is like, yeah, the right, yeah. So then I'm like, oh, or like being the nice guy and the good guy makes the the, the bad qualities not bad. Like it's sure. okay, I have this exactly. So then it's like, you know, it's funny because we joke a lot, but like you know, it's like. It's like my percept the world perception of AJ is like this innocent little child. And I'm like, that's not it, man. It's not true. <laughs> but but because they say that, I almost believe it myself a lot of the time. Mm. Where I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and say that I'm like, I could do no wrong. That's not what I'm saying. I know sure. I can't. I don't, I don't I know think I it's come do. across that way. Yes. It's more like a <sighs> the big one's rebellion. I think I'm way more rebellious than I than I even realize. Me too, man. That's that's why I brought that word up in a private conversation. Part of the reason I could say it is like I had to say that to myself. I'm very rebellious to God sometimes, like a lot of times. Mm-hmm. I don't call it that because I always have justification, right? That's good. I think that's, that's why scary. I never call it that either. <clears throat> because I've always, well, you know, it's a process. You know, I'm working through it. You know, all these things and like, which I, which may be true, but like when you like when you know your heart's not even there at that time and you're just saying that to get past and just keep moving like you know it come on like mm-hmm. <laughs> you know so i think for me i'm i guess for me i'm always so i put so much value in the perception of what i'm doing and if it's good that even when i don't put in the effort or i don't put in the work that is needed to make it good my value is still so high in it, despite knowing I didn't do the best I could. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do get what you mean. Yeah, so it's because like, it's because you still get praise for exactly. It or, yeah. it, it's almost it's. And I think that's kind of part of the matrix, in my opinion. Like, like because like that's part of my matrix, right? Like, like as long as people think I'm doing okay, I'm good to go. So then, if, Dude, same here. So then, so oh, then, yeah. as as soon as something is questioned, or if something is just slightly out of the loop, that's when I go, oh, what do you mean? You know, and then I panic, and then I'm like, "Oh, well, I didn't do anything wrong." And and then you know, like you said, that's when the rebellion comes out, and you think like you know, you start justifying what you did or whatever. You know, and it's just it sucks, right? Because <clears throat> you, this is where I have to. Oh, I just hit myself in the face with the mic. <laughs> um, I just straight ate it, dude. I was like, <laughs> like well, oh, like full in my mouth. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so. You know, and this is where I struggle because I can think these things, but then I also have a problem with how I view myself. So then I can go, well, you know what? Like, if I can't do this, why should I tell anybody else they, they can? Yeah, I, that's what I meant earlier, too. You know what? I, I told someone this the other day. They're like, hey, this isn't what you tell everybody else. I said, you know what? Some, just because I preach God's truth doesn't mean that I always live out of it perfectly. Right. Because if I, you know what I mean? Like, if you're basing hypocrisy on my ability to always follow the word of God, then nobody can preach to anybody. Exactly. Um, I know what the truth is, and I'm on this journey like anyone else. And that's the, there's freedom in that, in the yes. sense of, you know, that doesn't mean it's not true, man. Yes. And like, so, <coughs> so it's hard for me because I'll, I'll have these, these, in, like, I'll have these, you know, these, these realizations, and I think they're awesome. I'm like, man, this is good. But then, because I still struggle with it, even after I have these realizations, 
or maybe I don't even struggle. Sometimes I just, I just give up entirely. Mm-hmm. Don't even try. Mm-hmm. When that happens, it makes me think that I'm not worthy of telling somebody else that, hey, I see this in you and you need to change it. I or, think the, what should help you is you can tell them because you're not pretending that you're okay with it. I think hypocrisy is telling someone to do something that you do yourself and, and don't view as wrong. Uh, you see what I'm saying? Like, hey, you need to give all your money. I don't give any money. It's okay that I don't, but you have to. Ah, that's I don't know. I, that, that has helped me at times because yeah. I'm getting trapped in the same place. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's it's, good. It's different to say, hey, we got to go over there, man. And I don't, like, this is what God's told us to do. And it means we're going to have to, like, really work. I don't want to yeah. do it either, but let's do this. Mm. You know? It's really good. I think I'm start. I think I'm slowly becoming more and more aware, and I think I'm starting to see a lot, a lot of my cracks a lot more than I realized never that I didn't have. You know, and you know, again, this isn't to like. I, I you know, I'm not necessarily sad about it. I think I'm I'm frustrated with myself. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because don't let that turn to condemnation because yeah. that's that hinders you in your walk at all. Yes, it does. Because God's point isn't to say this is what you know. Even for me, right. So instead of you go, okay, so Todd, you had to face what you are. It doesn't mean that I'm done with you. It means, okay, mm-hmm. no, let's, let's change it. Let's yes. make the, the man in the mirror match who you really are, your heart. Yep. And I think, I think for me, I've, I, I'm scared a lot of the time of what people are going to think of how I really feel sometimes, mm-hmm. too. Cause like, I get that, too, man. <laughs> you know? Because it's like you think that if you tell people how you really feel or if you tell people, like, you know, if you know the way you feel is not the, it's not good. Like you know, it's not, <laughs> it's not representing your faith well. Like it's not your real heart. But you tell people that, like you think they're either gonna look at you differently. They're gonna think like, how are you a leader? Or how are you anything? You know what I'm saying? Or like, yeah. Or you know, are you? Do you believe in this for real? Even though I'm actually trying to be real with you about it. Well, I do think some people can't handle, it, and I think you have to be discerning who you share with. That's fair. Um, but yeah, man, don't let that. You know. Mm-hmm. I think the very fact that it bothers you shows your heart. Yeah, I, I, it's funny. It, it's yeah. funny because I wish it bothered me more. I think I think <laughs> it tries to bother me, and I just kind of go, "No, you're not going to bother me." Well, it hurts. I get it. Yeah, I think that's how I ended up where I was. I didn't want to look because it hurt me mm-hmm. to have to face that. You right. Know, and I couldn't face it, or I thought I couldn't because I somehow thought if if I end up looking at this, then that's how God's going to see me too, mm-hmm. and that isn't true. So, I think it's good, man. I think you're speaking for a lot of people, so I appreciate you being transparent. Yeah, dude. And you are a good man, and God loves you and. Appreciate that. You're on the journey, brother, and you're doing a good job. Thanks. Don't let the stumbles define you. Stumbles. You're right, man. The last couple of sermons have been so good. I was trying when I said that, but then I was like, dang it. I... <laughs> it's really good, man. I, I love, dude, you've just been on it lately. Your no. messages have been point blank, in my opinion, and I've, right, they've, they've, they've affected me, and they've, they've impacted me. They so. need to impact me more, so I'm going to keep trying. <laughs> um, Hey, I'll try to try to uh, answer at least two questions real quick okay. for the people that like that. Yeah. Um, loved. Uh, I will start. Okay. What has been, this is interesting, what's been the most eye-opening positive thing and negative thing you've learned since stepping into your role as a pastor? Man. Um, the most eye-opening, and this, it was the most eye-opening for, for like good and bad, right? Yeah, they want the most eye-opening positive and then the most eye-opening negative. Okay, most eye-opening positive is 
is the support, you know, the team that I have and the people I can trust. Um, you know, they deserve much more out of me <laughs> than than I do from them. And they, you know, I'm very undes- undeserving of, you know, the love I get and uh, the grace for sure, you know, because this is a lot of weight to carry. And I think that's something I still haven't fully processed yet, you know, and I just have the best people. You know, if you without you guys, I'd probably crumble. <laughs> so um, the most eye-opening negative is everyone's watching, you know. I think that they're waiting for you to do something. <laughs> you know, they're waiting for you. It's like they're waiting to go like, oh, you can't do that, or you shouldn't think like that, you know. So um, for me, I think, and again, this goes back, it's kind of what I was saying earlier, that is a negative. I don't think I've faced it as much yet because of who I am. Like my personality that I show people, I think is a lot more laid back, and I haven't made people uncomfortable yet, mm. or at least not all the time, you know. <laughs> So people are still like, oh, you know, it's just AJ. But, you know, when the time comes where, I, you know, I, I do do something, I think I'll feel that a lot more than I do now. Mm. Um, it's pretty deep, man. Yeah. Um, what has been the most eye-opening positive thing mm-hmm. is the change God can bring in someone's life. Oh, it's beautiful. Like to actually see it in person, it's pretty crazy to watch where – a person starts to what happens when they meet Christ. Like, it's real, man. Immediate. You know, we just had that a couple weeks ago. A guy got saved, put his faith in Christ, and people came up and didn't even necessarily know. And we're like, this dude's completely different all of a sudden. Literally had no reason other than the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Most eye-opening negative. Um, I guess the the assumptions of my heart a lot and the assumptions that it's all, it's always in the negative. Yeah. And that's not just it's people in the church, but people in the community, like people are always looking for things to prove that you're a wolf instead of things to prove that you're one of his sheep. Yeah. That makes sense. Gotcha. So like you don't have a lot of leeway. Mm-hmm. So, all right, you're up. Good. You got one. Yeah. Um, Let's see. So it says, can someone believe in God but believe marriage is a contract that can be broken? This person has a lot of other beliefs that are not biblical, but they say they are a follower of God. Well, I can say that I'm a monkey, um, but that doesn't mean that, you know, I'm swinging from trees and eating bananas. Like, right. the bottom line is anyone can say what they want. Yeah. So if you're asking me, I think you said it. I don't know whether they're a Christian or not, yeah. but they said they are a follower of God. You're not a follower of God if you're saying truth isn't truth. Exactly. Right. We, we know that so, marriage is not a contract that can be broken. Yeah. It's a covenant. It's supposed to last forever. If if someone has a belief that directly contradicts the Bible and they say that they're following Jesus, they're not following Jesus. Truth. That's that's just simple. Yep. Because um, that's not the same thing as making mistakes or whatever. It's it's you know it's it's literally calling a truth a lie <laughs> and a lie a truth. So. Yep. Um, and as far as what to do with those types of people, it's kind of tough. I, I, I encourage you to just pull the Bible up and ask them what they do with those verses. Instead of getting in a debate about whether God is this and they're following God, say, okay, well, what do you do with this verse in, let's say, Matthew, where yeah. Jesus says, you know, what God is joined, let no man separate kind of thing. Right. Know, over, uh, literally. And do it in a nice way. Like, okay, that I hear you, but what do you do with this? You know? That's good, man. I like use scripture. Don't be scripture. Use scripture. Oh, so Yeah. Just That's something. good, man. I like that. Clint, I assume we've gone real long today. Where are we at? He's going to tell me here. I know uh, we have yeah. a long episode. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, I, I guessed. I'm going to guess pretty long. Oh, yeah. That's pretty good. I mean, we have a couple of good questions, but we'll... Uh,
Maybe save them for Thursday. Maybe, man. But I feel like this one at least would be pretty hard to. Yeah. Let's just do it, right? We've already gone long. Why is it so hard to see God in the bad? Mm. I sometimes don't feel loved. I don't know how to deal with truth versus lies. I'm scared to trust in the Lord. Can you help me? Can you tell me how to deal with this? Mm. I can tell you that for me, it was hard, especially towards the beginning of my journey and even sometimes now. The reason why it's so hard for me to see God in the hard, wait. In the hard, yeah. Yeah, okay. In the bad. In the bad. Yeah. I don't know why I said that. To see God in the bad is because you tend to think that once you're saved and once you put your faith in Christ, that nothing bad is ever going to happen to you. Yeah, it's powerful, man. You know, you think that because you have this protection that, like, he's just always going to. I'm not saying he's not always there, but you feel like he's going to somehow like put up this, like this invisible shield from anything bad. That's not the truth. That's you know, man, G, yeah. you know, Jesus tells us in the Bible, you know, that life life is not going to be easy. When you believe in me, it's going to be even harder. It's not. He says it's going to be better, not easier. And I think a lot of people tend to think that when they put their faith in in Christ, that it's going to be easier, and that's not true. You're standing for something that Jesus said the world's going to hate. So you have to you have to really put that into perspective. You know, Todd did a sermon a long time ago called Debts, and it, and it reminded me of uh, it. Just that's just I always think about that because that was before I was fully a believer, and it made me go, "Wow, there is really true weight to being a Christian," and that's true. You know, this isn't a lot of people tend to think that this is like la la land. You know, being a Christian, and it's not. You know, this is gritty. Honestly, you know, people talk about you know. Characters throughout history who are, you know, against against the grain, gritty and grungy, and you know, out being rebellious and against against you know against Uncle, you know, the big what what's the Uncle Sam? There was I couldn't think of Uncle Sam for some reason. I almost said Uncle Tom. Different Um, book. Yep. (laughs) Hey, Um, and so you know, just going going up against the man, and you know, like there's no one other than like Jesus. That is like Jesus, and people don't seem to view it that way. Mm -hmm. You know, that guy just—that's what you're standing for. Who Jesus really is? That guy was just so, man, so countercultural, and just stood. He stood for truth, and that's that's what you're called to do when you do this. So. That to me, that's probably why I can feel that way because we tend to have a skewed view of what that really is. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as being scared to trust the Lord, um, <laughs> you know, you just got to you got to remember that you know, Jesus, God, you know, He knows you better than you know yourself, and He's out for your good. You know, He says He's going to work all things out for your purpose. Well, for sorry, good. He's going to work. Yes, yes, for all good according to His purposes. Sorry, and. Um, Sometimes that means you're going to be in the muck. You know, mm. Sometimes you're, he's going to have to ru- you're going to have to run through the mud in order to get out and be cleaner than you ever thought you would be. You know, and I think that it, even if it is scary, you just have to do it. You have to trust. You have to put your faith in Him and just run, run with it. And when you fall, remember that He's still there. Mm. Yeah, I, th- I agree with what you said. Um, why is it so hard to see God in the bad? I think you said it, and for me. Uh, the circumstances just become so big, mm. and I don't see a way out. Yeah, you know, and there and sometimes there isn't a human way out. You know, I get myself. I've been in situations, and I think when the bad happens, you're like, God, there's no, I, I can't see, I can't see a way that this will be worked out for my good, so it can't be, and I get lost in hopelessness, and mm-hmm. I, I think, I forget that He's God, 
and then he's not bound by the walls that I'm bound by or the 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 lakes, you know, the the red seas that block my path. Like that's not him. And most of the time too, if we're really honest, a lot of the bad, not always, but mm-hmm. a lot of the bad is caused by our own actions. And that's sobering to me. And sometimes, you know, I get mad at him because a situation has happened that he told me would happen if I did that's right. not follow him. That's so good, man. And I think to me that's sobering. So, you know, the times that, but by the way, there's times that that isn't the case where it's just life and you're like, I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that you can't attach his love for you to the circumstances of your life because I, I see meaning like a lot of times we think he doesn't love us anymore if things aren't going good. And that isn't true. You know, God loved us enough to tell us that sometimes life is going to hurt and there's that there are trials and tribulations. To me, that's so loving because it's it would have been way more painful to me if he had lied to me and told me that everything was going to be okay. And then the first time that my life was turned upside down, I'm like, what happened? Right. He told me there will be trials and tribulations. He told me that, you know, the world's going to hate me. He told me that uh, all these types of things. But he also told me he's overcome the world. He also told me he'll never let me go. He also told me that he'll work out all things for the good of those who believe. And he also told me how the story ends. <laughs> and I say this not in a preachy way. I say it because those are the things I have to cling to. And sometimes I put my head down and I think of Job. And I end up complaining and I say, God, I have to accept. Like, you're God and I'm not. And I'm yep. sorry. You know, like I have to trust you. And that doesn't mean we're going to do it with a smile on our face. I think sometimes we get told that we can't grieve we can't be sad we can't be mm-hmm. burdened and i think he knew that he knows look at the psalms king you know david was burdened and broken yes and i think in those moments we just sometimes all we can do is sit in the ashes and just hope he picks us up and cleans us off and know that he's coming i don't know what it's going to look like right this is my own what i do um i'm about to tear up thinking about it but i think that's what you got to remember and I always, I said this a few weeks ago, what helps me is to remember, I don't do it enough. He's come through for me so many times. He's given me no reason to believe he won't come through again. That's right, man. And he will come through for you. Um, so I think that's that's what I do. He loves you. Um, he's going to come through. And how do you deal with the truth versus lies? Two things. Read his word that yep. he promises. Pray and ask him. And also be around believers who are going to remind you of his truth. Because sometimes it's hard for, like, our circumstances make it hard for us to remember truth. Well, my buddy might not be in that circumstance, and he can see it more clearly. Or my brother or my sister. And it mm-hmm. says, I'm scared to trust the Lord. I can tell him how to deal with this. I just walk. You know? You guys hear me. A lot of Sundays I pray, God, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to walk. You know, make, yep. my, make my feet firm, my, my steps firm. That's real. That's yep. how I view it. Like, sometimes I just close my eyes and step and trust that my dad's going to catch me. Because mm. I don't have any other way out. That's right. Be encouraged. God loves you. Your circumstances don't dictate your worth to him. So good good episode. Appreciate it. Fun yeah, turn. Man. Thanks for everything you did, buddy. Thanks, dude. Con- you had some good stuff today. Absolutely. AJ, good, good stuff. Anything you want to say? Um, thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, like you said, like we said earlier in this episode, hey, let us know, you know, if there's anything that you guys see that you may not like or you may think could or be just different. ideas, yeah. Yeah, ideas. There's are reasons why you don't listen as much sure. or whatever. Yeah, so make sure you give us some feedback on that, please. We really appreciate it. Other than that, I love you guys. Hope you enjoy it. I love you. Yeah, hey, I'm with him. Uh, appreciate it so much. Thank you, guys. Uh, I love doing this show. It, it benefits me, even if maybe it doesn't them. So we'll just film it for ourselves. And <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hey, help us out. 
please share this. One of the things we've noticed is our share count's gone down on some oh, of yeah. our platforms. Guys, you may not believe it, and I get it. You don't want to blow your, your friends up. But if it's been a couple weeks even, would you consider sharing this? Um, if you're one of those who shared every week, man, God bless you. Thank you so much. Yes. Um, the more shares, the more people see it. And you never know who needs to hear good news, right? Truth. Social media needs it. Um, if you want to ask questions or give us some topics, you can go to www.theremnant.life slash real dash talk. That's open 24-7, 365. If you want to donate to this ministry, it's tax deductible. You can do that at www.theremnant.life slash give. We, hey, interact with us. We appreciate you. Mm, that's about it. Hope you have a great day. Truly, God bless you.